Hello and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Bet just $1 on any NFL game this week. Get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. It's just that easy. I'm Shane Diefenbach and it's just me today. We're going to be talking a little bit about what's been going on with ASU football past signing day, recruiting, uh, transfers, coordinators, all that stuff, and a little preview for the Las Vegas Bowl against Wisconsin. Not as much news as you'd expect for this ASU football team, as there's so much kind of still in the air before next season. N- nobody really knows exactly what the depth chart is going to look like down to a T, but we'll do the best to break down what has happened over the past week. Um, I'm sure most of the people listening know a lot of the big news. Uh, the first one being Tommy Hill, former four-star recruit. Corner didn't get a lot of playing time this year. Only really started one game um, against Colorado. Just not a lot of not a lot of opportunity with the with the trio of Chase Lucas, Jack Jones, and Tamarcus Davis. Tommy Hill was supposed to fill that role, so I'm just not I, I'm not really sure. This this is going to start happening a lot more in college football with guys who don't get the playing time they think they deserve the year prior to a year where they should be getting a lot more playing time. I mean, this veteran unit, especially Chase Lucas and Jack Jones, um, there's holes to fill, and he would have been the top guy. I mean, a highly touted recruit. I mean, I respect the decision. Uh, A lot of it to do with the coaching staff and all of that, I would assume, but to me, it's just a little strange. It comes at a weird time. It was a good recruiting class defensively last year that he was in, so it's not a huge hit, but you know, it's not something you necessarily want to see out of who should be your starting guy next year, or one of your starting guys, rather. Um, and at this point in the in the offseason, it being so early, I'm sure more will come about why this happened. I bet it doesn't boil down to just playing time. I bet it boils down to a lot more than that. A lot of what I'm assuming will come out for ASU football and the recruiting scandal and stuff um, moving moving forward in this year, I think we'll, we'll see a lot more of what's going on. Or maybe it doesn't come out. Uh, sometimes this stuff takes longer to come out than expected. Sometimes it comes out immediately, and sometimes it doesn't come out for another couple of years. So... You just don't know. Um, I, I I don't know if it's going to come out during Herm's tenure here. It just depends on what they decide to do and how they perform next year. Look, I think this team is a lot in a lot better shape than a lot of people think. Yeah, the recruiting class isn't big by any means for 2022. Um, only one top 300 guy in Tevin White who is committed so far. Um I don't, it, it, it's they're getting a good amount of returning players. And a lot of what people are scared of is the fact that Rashad White had to carry this team on his back for most of the year and obviously Chip leaving. But people forget, and 
a lot of a lot, I heard this a lot during the season. People wanted more Daniel and Gata. And Daniel and Gata was great, but looking at the workload that Chip and Rashad had to split, there just wasn't much room for a guy like Ngata who was a young young runner, still talented, but I mean, there wasn't really a purpose for him on this team, and he's going to be back, uh, along with Tevin White, the top recruit for the Sun Devils coming out of Virginia. I, I'm excited about the the running game again, and and I mean, obviously you got Jaden back, and now it seems like Zach Hill is almost for sure coming back. Um, obviously Herm is back. There's a lot coming back on this offense. Young receiving core, not great this year, but there. I mean, the, the, there wasn't really a guy in general last year, so you, you're not really losing any key guys uh, moving forward. I'm not. I'm not too sold on the fact that this team is screwed for next year I, I actually think they might be a dark horse um, we'll get into some of the guys that are go- going to fill some roles on offense um, and may- maybe get more playing time I mean you got Johnny Wilson who was who was great last year really big tight end and now you just added a six foot eight 250 junior um, from Missouri and Mas- Messiah Swinson uh, he was the number six ranked um, recruit out of New York in 2019. Uh, he had an official offer from ASU, but ended up going to Missouri. Uh, in his freshman year, he tore his ACL. Not really crazy stats for him. Um, not a lot of playing time. I'm sure the ACL affects that, especially with a big body, 6'8", 250, as I said. Um, only seven catches for around 84 yards uh, in his two years that he did play, but not a lot of opportunity to get snaps in the SEC. I bet he gets a lot more snaps next year. Um, coming into an Arizona State offense that still just can't find its one true guy. And I I was trying to say this during the year. I didn't think they need a true guy. Um, but for a guy like Jaden, it kind of seems like they do. It's nice to have that safety valve guy to rely on um, when the plays aren't working and you can just kind of throw it up to an Iuke or a, a Darby. And they, they've lacked that. Um, Curtis Hodges was really good last year um, number one guy uh, let's get to these stats 373 uh, on 20 catches two touchdowns um, which surprisingly um, is the best the tight end has ever performed in the uh, in herm Edwards tenure <laughs> I, I, the tight end position isn't something that Arizona State has gone to much under herm and maybe that changes a little bit next year. I don't know if Zach Hills is going to try to scheme some stuff open for him. Um, Jalen Conyers will be in the tight end room as another transfer as well. Um, next guy that come in that came in um, through the transfer portal this last week, Derek Smith, corner at uh, Miami before transferring to Illinois and playing two years. Um, he's only going to have one year of eligibility, but you see what that one year of eligibility can do um, across college football this year. Um, six foot two, two twenty at Miami, uh, twenty four tackles in twenty five games um, at Miami, and in twenty twenty one last year, this year he um, only played in seven games, mostly on special teams. Uh, Seventeen tackles, not nothing to really get super excited about, but it's depth in the cornerback room, and we saw how injuries can affect this team, especially in the secondary. Um, so that this helps, this helps the depth um, a little bit. And and guys, this isn't the end of the transfer portal or signings or anything like. 
Like this is this is just the beginning. I mean, I'm surprised that they're even getting guys from SEC schools, even though they didn't play much. Um, it's still just not the most glamorous place to go with so much up in the air for next year. Um, eight and four is a good record, especially in the Pac-12, beating everybody in their own conference except for Utah. And like that's not what the where the worry comes from. It's all the uncertainty with coaching and positions, and obviously the scandal. I think the Sun Devils are in a better place than most people thought they would be at this point. Um, so yeah, it, just wait this out. Um, there's still a lot of stuff that's going to come out. Um, the good news, as I said earlier, is it seems like Zach Hill is coming back, um, which is huge for Jaden because switching in, to a different coordinator uh, in his last year wouldn't be the best thing for a guy like Jaden. So. That, that's, that's a good thing. It's not confirmed yet, but most people are assuming Zach Hill will be back, which I'm curious to see what you guys think of that. Um, more of the criticism of the staff was about Herm Edwards the entire time and not really about Zach Hill. Um, I thought he did a pretty great job uh, later in the season, especially. Arizona State's play calling for as long as I can remember has been kind of atypical for a college football program, especially in the last four years with Herm Edwards at the helm. It's been less NFL-like this year, I feel like. It's been a little more fun to watch, and, and that the fun doesn't translate to wins, but it, it mixes it up. And, and, and hats off to Zach for not just saying pound, pound, pound with Rashad White. Why not throw a couple swing passes in there, run him on a wheel route, or... Elijah Badger is a fantastic guy in open field, so let's get him the ball and get him in space. They did a lot more of that this year, um, so that that was that was a bright spot for the Sun Devils team, I think. And bringing him back for another year is is, is going to be big. Um, another guy um, that they landed, uh, we talked about this earlier in the week, but Rodney Gross Jr., Mississippi State linebacker, only played in four games uh, as a COVID second year freshman. Um, no tackles or anything, but again, it's the depth thing. It's not. These aren't big splashes by any means, but there's. I mean, he he was good enough to get uh, a playing time in general at a big school in Mississippi State. Um, he originally was committed to Nebraska, um, and he had pretty some pretty solid offers out of high school, Alabama, Auburn. Pretty solid Alabama, yeah. Very good offers: Alabama, Auburn, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and LSU. Uh, so the dude has talent, I mean, for sure. So we'll, we'll see what the Sun Devils can do with him. Um, Eric Gentry, obviously, being the all-American freshman that he is, I'm very excited to see what he's going to do and how he's going to transition into a leadership role um, next year because I, I you saw flashes of it um, at the start of the year, or at the end of the year, rather, excuse me, and that's really exciting because he is a huge body Um Really hasn't came into that frame yet, muscle-wise, but he showed strength without it. Uh, and he's a really smart kid, really good kid of what I've heard. I'm, I'm really excited to see what he's going to be able to do um, next year pending uh, everybody w- who stays and who goes on that um, in that linebacker core and even in just the defensive front in general. Um, yeah, so those are basically the biggest things. Um, that has ha- that have happened this week in terms of ASU football. Um, we'll catch up with Jer- Jordan Simone later um, this month. If you haven't heard um, the interview I did with Yogi Roth uh, yesterday on Friday, go ahead and check that out. He has some really good insight on what ASU football is going to look like next year and just the Pac-12 in general. 
Uh, and we also talked about some fun stuff. He's a great guy. I also got my eyebrows waxed on that show yesterday. So if you missed that somehow, um, you should watch that. That happens near the end of the episode. Uh, This is a quick one. So before we get out of here, I just want to talk a little more about what the Wisconsin game is going to look like. Uh, Obviously, no Rashad White for good reason. He's preparing for the NFL draft. Um, which I'm excited about, man. I, I think he's I think he's going to make an impact on an NFL roster. He reminds me a lot of a, a Miles Gaskin kind of type guy, obviously a bigger guy than Miles Gaskin, but a pass catching back with great ball carrier vision. Um, a little bit of Le'Veon Bell in there because of how much patience he has running the ball. So I'm really excited for him um, to uh, to put his name in the NFL draft and hear his name called because he's he's going to get drafted. That, that's, that, that's a fact. Uh, I always mention this, but Mel Kuyper had him in the top five of his running backs, and I'm pretty sure he's in his top two now, um, which is awesome for a guy who is a JUCO transfer senior and is 60. It's just their fifth year. It's just awesome. So I'm really excited for him, and I'm glad he's not playing in this game um, for his sake, not for ASU's sake. And obviously Chip will not be playing because he put his name in the transfer portal. And that's going to hurt because Wisconsin has the best defense in the NCAA now after Georgia gave up all those yards to Alabama. Um, Listen to this stat. They've only allowed 733 rushing yards total this year, which translates to 61 rushing yards a game and two yards a carry. Uh, They're going to have to be creative with it for sure if they even want to run the ball. Uh, maybe some design Jaden runs. I'd like to see a little more of those. I want to see more RPOs, man. I feel like there haven't been that many called this year as opposed to the years before. So without your top two rushers, um, you're going to have to get creative. Uh, I, I don't mind them running with Ngata if he's available. Uh, I'm really excited to see what, as I said, what he's going to be able to do for the Sun Devils team next year. So this can be a glimpse into the future for next year. Um, but yeah, this Wisconsin defense is going to be tough to penetrate. Uh, right now in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Wisconsin is a whole touchdown favorite. They're minus seven, uh, minus 275 on the money line. ASU's plus 220. Over-under set at 42. So if you want to get your early bets in on that, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Bet just $1 on any NFL game this week. Get $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. It's just that easy at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, if you haven't seen the Defen Lock, it was posted yesterday. I might still be up today on PHNX Sports Instagram page. Um, I'll give you that right now. I gave it to you yesterday on the show. It's, it's Niners minus two. I think that line actually went down to one and a half briefly yesterday. It might still be there. Elijah Mitchell will not be playing in that game. Um, so if you want betting advice like that or just to see me and Johnny Venerable yell at each other, come over to watch our bet show every Monday through Friday at noon. Uh, on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Um, but as I was saying, if you want to bet on this game, um, Wisconsin is a seven-point favorite. If you want to throw some money on ASU or Wisconsin or the under, I might like the under in this game. Uh, I feel like neither offense is going to score many points, and it's going to be a gross game at Allegiant Stadium. Just bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, $1, any NFL game. Get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's 21-plus Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. Um, yeah, that's about all I have for ASU football today. Um, a lot of news coming out, uh, or a lot of news expected to be coming out in the next couple weeks before the bowl game about transfers and such. Um, 
not as crazy as I was expecting, as I said, but but not really the worst thing either. It's not like they had multiple key guys leave. The loss of Chip and Tommy aren't fantastic by any means, but it isn't the end of the world. Sun Devil fans, I appreciate you guys tuning in for a Shane-only episode. It's been fun. Uh, you can follow me at Shane Deef on Twitter. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow PHNX underscore sports across all socials. Leave a nice review if you're so inclined to. Um, ASU basketball on Tuesday. Um, they visit Creighton, who just had a big win over number 24-ranked BYU. Um, ASU women's basketball are also playing Creighton at Creighton tomorrow at noon. That's Sunday. Um, so go ahead and tune in for that for sure. Um, and then ASU men's are in action on Tuesday against Creighton in Creighton. The game tips off at 6 p.m. Arizona time. Um, so be sure to tune into that and the post-game show following that as well. Um, it'll be a fun one. Hopefully uh, the Sun Devils can really get back on track with a win here. Uh, this team, I'm just excited for it. I've talked enough about them. Uh, you know what I feel like. So guys, appreciate you listening as always. And peace.